Welcome to the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Enjoy fun and amusing ways to nurture relationships with insights on improving vision for a brighter future, expanding value with gained wisdom and increased vitality through legacy living. Live your best life now with our host, the dancing motivator, Penny Lee Prevost. Well, thank you so much for that introduction, Carl, and welcome to Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Of course, Friday is the best day of the week because I get to touch people's hearts in a positive way on Friday and hoping that you too take on the same commitment and make Friday your special day to be extra nice to people so that we can move into the weekend and have great emotional tanks filled up. So today I am super excited because we have started a new series of the four C's for success. And last episode, I had a conversation with Samika. And Samika was actually referred to me by one of my fellow Greenbelt students that was in my class with me. And I'm so excited because Nia has done for me way more than just for my body. It is a holistic practice and giving people the opportunity to be part of a much larger community of people that are really making a difference in our community. So Samika and I had a great conversation. And today I get to talk to another NIA colleague, uh, Natasha Vilnev is a NIA instructor. And we met a few years back through the NIA technique. And so Natasha Vilnev is a holistic nutritionist and is lead of the National Food Pantry Education Initiative. Natasha is dedicated to educating, guiding, and empowering people toward optimal health and well-being. With over 20 years in the health and wellness industry, Natasha has gained a positive reputation within the community as a nutritional consultant, a speaker, workshop facilitator, and has provided nutrition and health presentations for various businesses, corporations, and events. Her recent passion as an online and in-person Nia Dance fitness instructor complements her work in nutrition and brings much joy to her and her class participants. Natasha's main focus and interests are in the areas of digestion, detoxification, mental health, family nutrition, movement, and mindful eating. Welcome to you, Natasha, and happy Friends Friday! Thank you, Penny Lee. It's wonderful to be here with you. Awesome. And, you know, Natasha, you and I are our friends as a result of the NIA community. And it's been wonderful watching you grow and evolve your practice, but also for the two of us to become closer as friends, too. So I always believe that strangers are friends you haven't met yet. And always trying to make new friends, although it's not always easy for people to make new friends, especially as an adult. And so I know Nia is definitely one of those communities where it's easy to make friends. Would you agree? Absolutely. And I'll never forget that you were actually the first person to give me my first Nia teaching opportunity. So back in, I think it was 2019, in the summer, you asked me to sub for you. And that's what really launched me onto this teaching path. So I'm very grateful for that. I'm so happy I was able to help and it's been quite amazing watching you evolve. But I know that you also have a wealth of knowledge when it comes to well-being and health. And I know one of the things that is really important when it comes to health is making a commitment. And that's our conversation for today is the importance of making a commitment. So tell me a little bit about your experience 
experience in the health industry and that whole commitment piece? Sure, I'd love to. So my whole health journey really began when I was a teenager. At age 16, I had IBS symptoms, irritable bowel syndrome. So no matter what I ate, I felt really miserable after eating. I would get really bloated. I felt really exhausted. I was dancing at the time. I was doing baton twirling (laughs) on a competitive level. And I found that I was just feeling really tired. Like it was like, you know, after eating a huge Thanksgiving meal, how you just want to crash on the couch. I felt like that all the time. And I didn't know a whole lot about health and digestion. And I didn't understand the connection between food and the way we feel until I went to an Anthony Robbins personal power motivational seminar when I was 18. It was funny. I I didn't really want to go. My parents had bought passes. He was coming to Ottawa with his crew and they bought passes and kids 18 and under could attend for free. Wow. Yeah. So they kind of dragged me and my brother along. (laughs) I thought at the time I was a teenager, I was like, what's this motivational stuff? I don't need this. Right. But it was really lucky to have parents that would even consider attending an event like that and influencing their children through that as well. Like, I think you're super lucky to have had that experience at such a young age, because a lot of people, they don't get to to go or even know about Anthony Robbins until their later years. I really believe it was part of my path. Like I, I, yeah, I definitely am fortunate. It was life-changing for me. And so the whole, it was a four day extended weekend event. And of course, being Tony Robbins, it was very motivational, very pumped up. Um, So it really motivated me to make changes. And on day four, he talked about nutrition. He was promoting a program that was really popular back then in the 80s and 90s. And because the weekend was so empowering, I went home and I changed my eating overnight. So I made drastic changes to my to my diet. And within two weeks, my digestive symptoms completely turned around. Not only only my digestive symptoms, but my energy increased. Uh, I had improvements in mental health. Like I was dealing with some anxiety and depression at the time. And that made a turnaround as well. So I was just blown away by the impact that nutrition has on our health and our well-being. And that's what really got me onto this, this path and this commitment. That's what made me commit. I don't like feeling unwell. Who does, right? I don't like being tired and feeling miserable and experiencing pain and feeling depressed. So when I realized that nutrition and what I feed my body can make such a difference, I was committed. (laughs) That's amazing. And you know, that's the thing is, until there's a crisis or something that's really bothering them, and they don't want to have to put up with anymore, that's when they are prepared to make a change. It's unfortunate, though, because realistically, we all want to improve ourselves on an ongoing basis. At least that's my belief. That's what we're here for is to be on a journey of learning. And I personally make a commitment every year. I remember years ago, the New Year's resolution idea, my mother in law was in her 60s, I think. And she said, Well, I'm 60. So I don't have to make resolutions anymore. I'm good with where I'm at. And I thought that's a really interesting way of looking at it. Because 
I know a lot of people try to make a resolution at the beginning of the year, but then they don't follow through and they just don't think about it until next year. And I'm like, how crazy is that? If you don't do it in month one, why not try again in month two? And if it doesn't work in month two, tweak figure something out to make it a little different so it's easier and do it in month three. Keep trying. There's no reason to just pack it in and say, oh, well, forget it. I'm just going to go back to my old ways and won't wait, won't try again for another year. So I, every year, make a commitment to do one little little thing to improve my health. And this year, I too went to Anthony Robbins in the spring, just the spring of this year. And I'm 56. So you know, you got many more years on me of the experience with Anthony Robbins. But at the end of the event on day four, they talk about nutrition, and they give you a challenge, a 10 day challenge to do a detox and a clean eating. And, and so I was like, you know what, I'm up for a challenge. I'll do that for two weeks, felt better. And said to my husband and my family, I'm going to try and cut out meat to some degree. So we're going to eat meat every other day. And it's been quite interesting to find new recipes and and new, and you know what, it's more, more cost effective too, if you don't eat as much meat. (laughs) So today that's important. Yes. Yeah. I love there's so many things that you touched on there that are important when it comes to commitment. One is that every, every moment, every day, is an opportunity to make a choice, right? So New Year's, yes, it's a powerful time of year. I love the the whole concept of stepping into a new year and and making some kind of change, committing to some new some new challenge or some new commitment, really. Exactly. But um, but but I also believe that you know we're human and life happens and people fall off. And we tend to hold on to so much guilt when that happens, right? And that prevents us from getting back on. But if we can be a little bit more compassionate toward ourselves and let that go when we fall off and just hop back on, (laughs) there's always an opportunity to shift and make change. Every breath, every day, every moment doesn't have to be January 1. It can be Monday. It can be the beginning of the week. It can be the morning, you know, beginning of a day. It could be the top of an hour. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I love how you think, Natasha. <laughs> Thank you. For yeah, that. No problem. And I'm human. Like I slip as well. I really do feel that I'm highly committed to my own health and well-being. And that's partly because I'm a sensitive person. I'm finely tuned. So when I experience stress, whether it's stress from the food I'm eating, if I'm eating processed food or a lot of sugar, refined foods, that's stress to my body. That's stress to my digestive system. I'll feel it physically. Mm. If I'm experiencing mental, emotional stress, you know, I have three kids. I have a full-time job. I teach Nia. Life happens. I tend to swing off balance quite easily, or I notice that imbalance in my body and in my mind quite quickly. So it really takes commitment for me to maintain center and take care of myself so that I can be of service to my family and to my clients and to, you know, my, my, my Nia students. So if I'm not taking care of myself, then I'm not going to be capable of taking care of others. 
Absolutely. And I think the number one priority is to take care of ourselves that if you don't take care of you, nobody else will you really want to get in a mindset of how can I do better for me today? And actually, Friends Friday Fun podcast was created out of a need that I had for nurturing my relationships. And through Graduate Thrivers, which is the business that my partner Liz M. Raymond and I run, the whole concept is to graduate from an experience. And so learn from that, become better so that you can continue to grow and evolve. And it was really interesting because I knew that I wanted to nurture my relationship with friends that we have lost contact with. Because like you say, working full time and running a business and having a family, you you get very distracted with all of the, the tasks and things that you have to do. And so sometimes our friends that have been longtime friends get left behind a little bit. I made a commitment to call people I haven't talked to in 10 years and invite oh, them over nice. for dinner. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you know what? Like they weren't mad at me for not calling. We all go through the same stuff, right? right? So they're like, oh my God, I would love that. And so that's how the Friends Friday concept began. So I did that for three years and then I became a NIA fitness instructor. And the only time I could get space was Friday nights. So I found a location and I turned it in. I said to my husband, okay, no more Friends Friday fun dinners. We're doing Friends Friday fitness fun now. <laughs> did that for three years. And then through conversation at graduate, realized that, you know, although I practice these things, not everybody does. And to have a little bit of help to be able to get tips and ideas, like you were saying about nutrition and uh, making commitments to improving yourself, people need reminders. And that's basically what I'm doing with the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. How can you be extra special nice on Friday? How can you, the knowledge and wisdom that you have can help somebody else? Find ways to do that, right? And then finally, Freya is the goddess of love. And so that's why Friday is Friends Friday Fun to be able to touch people's hearts in a positive way and cause a ripple effect. I'm nice every day. (laughs) I like to think I am. (laughs) But Friday is my day where I might be at the grocery store and let somebody in in line because they're in a hurry, or I do random acts of kindness on Friday, send cards to people, random, just cards saying, hey, I just wanted to let you know you made an impact in my life and I'm glad you're my friend. Nice. That's really sweet. Oftentimes people get those cards and they'll go, you know what? I got some really bad news that day and I got to the mail and opened your card and it was just perfect timing. But I believe that's the universe. Like you said, your journey. That's what I'm here for is to help people improve their days. So try to do that through our podcast. So one of the things that I have consistently been practicing is the positive attitude zone talk cards because your attitude, as you know, is everything. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned that people need reminders. Like even us as practitioners um, who are out there doing the work, we need the reminders too. And that's where when I, when I teach, I teach workshops through natural food pantry on uh, the connection between sleep, stress, eating, and energy. Awesome. One of the things that I talk about in all of my workshops is that 
all of these areas of our life are interconnected. It's, it's like a feedback cycle. So I know a lot of people feel overwhelmed because they think, oh, if I'm going to get myself healthy or if I want to improve my health, I have to address sleep. I have to address eating. I have to address my stress. I have to start exercising. I have to start meditating. I have, you know, da, 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 and the list is this long. So they feel completely overwhelmed and don't know where to start. Or don't and, do anything. And don't do anything. But I always talk about making one step because all of these areas are interconnected through this feedback loop. So if we commit to one thing, if, if we commit to, say, getting to bed a little bit earlier each night, or if we commit to doing one little 10-minute practice a day that's going to help reduce our stress levels, maybe some deep breathing, maybe a walk outside in nature, maybe waking up and setting a focus for the day, then these things are going to improve our well-being, improve our health, and motivate us, inspire us to make other changes. We, we get the momentum when we make a positive change. We get that sense of success and want to make other changes. Absolutely. It is a ripple effect. One thing leads to another, right? And once you have success in one little area, then you go, okay, well, I could do that. So what else can I do, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, let's move on to the positive attitude zone talk card question, because I think it's kind of interesting that Samika picked this question from the blue category. And the blue category is all about self-esteem and values. So okay. Natasha, what are you afraid of? <laughs> what am I afraid of? Oh, I'm afraid of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what am I afraid of? Well, believe it or not, even though I do a lot of public speaking and I teach Nia, so I'm out in front of people a lot of the time and I'm, I'm a huge introvert, so it wow. is a push for me to get out. I would say that I have a fear of being seen and leading and being public, you know, so it, it's, it's interesting that I've really fallen into this line of work because that is something that creates some anxiety for me, for sure. Not just you, no. of being public speaking or being the front and center attention is the number one fear for people over death. Yes. So you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> yes. I'll never forget my first, my very, very first time doing a, doing a public speaking, a nutrition talk for the public like I'd done them at school with my with my classmates but the very first time I did a talk for public I was near tears uh, my voice was shaking I was trembling I went home and cried afterward but I knew that it was part of my calling and I knew I had to step back in so the next time around I picked a much smaller venue like this my first one was for a hundred people I was part of a, a panel of speakers and there were medical pro uh, professionals on the panel so there was a lot of pressure for the first very time. stressful yes yeah. so the next time around I made it a small group of seven people much more intimate and grew from there uh, but it's interesting that as a teenager you did competitive baton twirling and you know that's really cool because I did too when I was a teenager I was in majorettes and did professional baton twirling and that you are also the center of attention right yes. like totally focused on you but you're not actually delivering information verbally to somebody it's body body movement right so yes. different a little different but still 
still you're you're on stage you're on you know like you're spotlighted and um and that made me nervous too but I also enjoyed it so much and it's the same with teaching Nia and public speaking there's that pleasure that I get out of it it's very rewarding yeah I think too the idea though that you now have a different perspective and experience because you didn't die from talking to the the public mind you you learned a lesson and realized that you know scale it down a little bit so that you could get more and more comfortable and have more positive experiences to motivate you to do more and get even bigger audiences right so it's always a learning opportunity but I always say whatever you're afraid of the best is on the other side of the fear right so pushing past it and getting to the other side. So again, with nutrition or health, maybe there's something you're afraid of letting go of. So the fear is there that if I go on this path of nutrition, that I can never ever have a chocolate bar ever again. And that's not true, is it? No, not at all. I wanted to touch on that. Actually, it's it's interesting that making healthy choices doesn't it doesn't mean that complete sacrifice, you know, make it means making healthier choices moving forward and so for example on movie night instead of having I love chips chips are I'm more of a salt person than a sugar person so salt and vinegar chips would be my weakness (laughs) and so on on a movie night instead of having a huge bowl or bag of salt and vinegar potato chips I might slice up an apple and do apple and almond butter as a snack and have a small, we call them the Ikea bowls, you know, the plastic Ikea bowls, I'll have a small bowl of of salt and vinegar potato chips some nights. And that that way I satisfy that craving and that desire. And I'm not feeling like I'm depriving myself, but I'm compromising and balancing it out so that I'm not overdoing it. Awesome. And I'm sure those are also tips and tools that you help people in your workshops to learn about and how they can overcome and move forward. Yes, we also touch on mindful eating, which is so important. The reasons behind Mm. our cravings, our desires, stopping, pausing and thinking about why we're reaching for something in the cupboard before we actually grab it and stuff it in our mouths. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to the question for Liz to answer on our next episode. So I'll give you options here. The purple category is about relationships. The blue is self-esteem and values. Green is creative thinking. Yellow is forethought. And pink is reflective thinking. So what color would you like to choose from? I'm feeling green today. I like green. (laughs) All right. So there's actually five questions in the green category. What number would you like to choose? Let's go with two. Oh, this is good. If you have three wishes granted, what would they be? Oh, fun. So that's going to be up to Liz to answer on our next show. Now we're going to move into the joke because we like to have fun. Fun is a really important part of every day. And I find that sometimes adults forget to have fun. So let's remind them about having fun with a fun joke. (laughs) Okay, so I found a joke on commitment. It's I found a useful website for people with commitment issues, but I didn't want to sign up. (laughs) Of course. Of course. (laughs) That makes it a challenge, which all the more reason why it's important to talk to people because they will be your cheering squad, right? To encourage you to move forward with your commitment. Exactly. (laughs) 
Beautiful. All right. Any last words of wisdom, Natasha, that you would like to leave? Something that they can maybe take action on right away? I think it's really important to keep in mind that commitment, especially commitment to health, commitment to self, sometimes means setting boundaries and saying no. So we often think commitment means we have to do, 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 say yes, 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 all the time. But sometimes commitment means honoring yourself and saying, sorry, no, I can't do that right now, or maybe next month or, um, yeah. I love how you said not right now, because that's really what boundaries are about. And it's not, I'm not saying no, I I don't want to deal with you or associate with you. It's just, I can't do it right this minute, but let's plan for another time. Yeah, exactly. Good. I love that. So thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. And I want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in on a regular basis. I absolutely love having conversations with people and learning from people, particularly uh, when I have the opportunity to learn from young people, as well as seasoned people, it gives a much broader perspective around the C topic. And Liz and I are going to have a conversation about commitment once again on the next show. I wish you all a very happy Friends Friday. Thank you so much, Natasha, for joining me today and taking time out of your busy schedule. Thank you, Penny Lee, for having me on the show. And thank you for the work you do as well. Uh, Thanks so much for thinking of that. I know that it's making a difference. And I know that people are benefiting from it because I do get to hear feedback. So do contact me through the show notes. You'll have my email address. You can talk to me through Facebook Messenger as well. And we have a private group called Stepping Stones for Success for anybody who is in business who would like a team of people that they can count on, that they can get feedback from or provide wisdom and knowledge in their own space so that we can work together and build our businesses together. So if you know anybody who is in business that would like a support system, we're happy to help out. Be sure to reach out to us. And again, touch people's hearts in a positive way on Friday. Do something extra special, nice. It'll fill up your emotional tank. Wishing you a fantastic weekend. Enjoy your weekend. And again, I will look forward to talking to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for winding down your week with our Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Penny Lee is looking to make one million friends worldwide. To join her newfound friend fans, fire off an email to hello at pennyleeprevot.com or kick off your shoes and visit the Dancing Motivator Facebook page and drop by her website for more fun ways to live your best life now.